0: And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at PurePleasureShop.com.
2: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com.
0: Well, hello, everyone.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. April and I are
1: recording from two different states. I'm in California where we live and she's in Idaho. Idaho. It's really beautiful here. I want you to come here, Amy.
0: I want to come. You've been doing all kinds of fun outdoor adventures and hiking and nature time.
1: Uh, We live in such a beautiful place ourselves in California, but Idaho is pretty special. Just a lot of backcountry, not as many people, so... I'm really enjoying it. It's a reset. I hope everybody's able to get out in nature this summer. If if it's summer where you are, this is August. Anal it is, August, Amy. It's ooh, anal August.
0: It's anal August, everyone. Yeah, and this episode has put great timing for anal August. It is on prostates, prostate one oh one. Uh, and it's a really informative episode. We've done episodes on prostate play, prostate pleasure, prostate health before. And uh, this is with someone who actually does works specifically in the sex toy industry for a company called Aneros making prostate toys, April. And I love Analogus. It's one of our favorite months,
1: right, April? Yes, and I've been a fan of Anero since I worked at Pure Pleasure back in the day when I was like, "What is that thing, Amy? That looks yeah. like a, a interesting. It looked like a elevated butt plug, but Ooh, it had all these curves and different shapes. Uh, on they make so many products now, but uh, they are an awesome company. And uh, like I, we have a friend that can we say his name? Sure. Our backstreet boyfriend, He's not Brent. The- Brent. we <laughs> works love at him. aneros Yeah. He works at aneros and he's one of my industry favorites. And yes. um he's not the one we're interviewing, but I just but I'm gonna say a lot of anal Ooh. puns on this show. But but
0: no pun intended. Oh. Yes. Are, anal- we're doing an
1: Instagram contest too
0: yep yeah august. instagram go check out our instagram everyone i don't even think we finalize it because we're recording this before the, the release date uh, but go check it out there should be some fun prizes to give away we should probably work on that like after this um. we will we will. i know we
1: have to see each other we haven't seen each other in forever Amy. i miss you um,
0: so anal august what is that about it's anal health and pleasure awareness month so it's a good opportunity to learn more about your ass or someone else's ass consensually uh there's a lot of pleasure to be had and a lot of health and Benefits to certain aspects of anal play, go check out our Instagram and we should, it'll probably have something educational and informative with some awesome opportunities to win awesome prizes. Um, and so some other announcements today, we have some testimonials to read to you from various listeners. We... We'll read a bio. I just want to announce I'm also teaching an online workshop on August 14th from 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's G-Spots, P-Spots, which is the prostate, and Squirting 101. If you go check out minxandmuse.com, that's M-I-N-X-A-N-D-M-U-S-E.com, you can sign up, and it's a live workshop on Zoom, so we'll be able to see each other's faces. Or you can always black out your screen if you don't want me to see What's your the face? Minx
1: and Muse? What's is uh, that a- It is a woman-owned
0: and operated... Um, uh, I think they do subs- They did in-person workshops, um, so sex and sexual oh. empowerment and dance, sexual kind of sensual dance workshops. But now they're doing it online um oh. so yeah it's cool i checked out before they even contacted me i saw their website um she's doing her name is crimson and she's doing some really cool things so i just
1: like the name minx and muse it minx, sounds so yes. mysterious
0: yeah come learn about g spots p spots and squirting for August. g spot well that's not anal but um you know and we all know what squirting is you
1: can access the, the g spot though if you put pressure with like a plug in your bum you can, yes. can have if you have vaginal penetration you can access the g spot action this is
0: true I've had some awesome uh, orgasms from indirect stimulation, the G spot, from anal stimulation. Me too. So, review, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah,
1: that's magic too. It's because it's a surprise. Ooh, surprise! surprise. <laughs>
0: surprise. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna we're doing some reviews and testimonials. So, here's an iTunes review. If you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, please, please, please do it. Helps us, helps people find us. Just go, press pause right now, get on there and review us. Uh, we love five stars. This listener, we love this review. We just got it recently. I'm a new listener and already I want to scream this show from the rooftops. I am a firm believer that the final frontier is women's with a uh, a Y in there, W-O-M-Y-N apostrophe S, sexual liberation, that a fully liberated woman is the answer to what ails our planet. I am so grateful to April and Amy for doing this work. It is a crucial part of the revolution healthy, fulfilling, empowering sex, equal pay, healthcare for all, justice, equality, LGBTQ plus rights, immigration rights, BIPOC thriving. Let's go. We want it all in 2020. Mask up and orgasm.
1: (laughs) So good. Wow. That's a (laughs) badass review that I'm really thankful to receive. Thank you for that review. I mean... That is going to give me the power to continue on this journey with you, Amy, for Uh for people like this that love us. Because we do sometimes get a little bit of of the uh, haters and I get sad. Amy's always like... Chip, don't read that review. Okay. I'll read it. Cause I like it. It like literally bums me out to the point where I will lose sleep over some random, like Rumpel foreskin talking about how he made him want to jump off a cliff. And I'm like, God, am I that bad? Cause it's, we're putting ourselves out there. We're being vulnerable. We don't ever claim to be big experts about anything, but we have opinions. We're human and we try to educate ourselves and bring on folks to to educate everyone else about the stuff that we don't know too much about. So yeah. getting a review like this really does empower me. So thank you for that, yes y'all. Thank you, listener. We love you. And as Amy said, write us a review. We love it. Write us stars. through iTunes, five stars. Yeah. And you can check out some of our funny slash bad reviews on our Instagram as well, on our IGTV. Uh, we also, yeah. we, we didn't say this, but you can buy some shameless sex swag on our website we have a little banner so click that and go get your onesie on
0: get your onesie on all the proceeds are being donated to the NAACP so for Black Lives Matter and there's t-shirts tank tops hoodies again as April said go to our website and scroll down on the banner you'll see some t-shirts on there go buy something we
1: get ours yet Amy
0: it should be here any day we'll do a photo shoot for you all yeah we're gonna do a photo
1: (laughs) shoot okay so we have another testimonial here and we can say their name. So Damien says, I really love listening to your podcast. I have sent so much. I have sent so much and it helps me. I have sent so much. What does that mean? I have sent so much and it has helped me and my wife.
0: Probably I've like learned so much or something.
1: Okay. We're going to go with, I have learned so much and it has helped me and my wife. Oops. Listen to the birth control episode. I didn't really understand it until I lived it. My wife had the implant removed and within days she changed. She was happier and her sexual desires awoke with a vengeance. Wow. Keep up your wonderful work. Thanks, Thank you. Damien. Damien. Sorry about the mix up. I didn't pre-read that. And so My uh, <laughs> yeah, but it, I think it was just an error on some. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. We love this feedback that we've had actually a lot of feedback from
0: folks listening to the birth control episodes about how it changed their lives or their partner's lives. A lot of people just don't know about the effects of birth control how can change your libido your body's functioning uh, and people will be living that way for years and then they hear that and they change something you know they they just switch birth control or they get off birth control and all of a sudden they're a whole
1: different human well that um, happened to me and that i don't know if that happened to you amy Uh, At all when you've tried different methods, but the moment I got off of birth control, it took maybe six to eight months, but my sex drive totally shifted and my relationship with my body shifted. Like I could tell when my periods were coming and with the birth control, it was always, it was weird, but it's not like, it's not like we're anti birth control because we understand that there's not a lot of options, but There are some really smart people out there with research that shows some of the damage that it could do to us.
0: Yeah. We did that one episode with Sarah Hill. Dr. Uh, this is, Sarah, yeah, This is your brain on birth controls. The book, and the Jolene Brighton as and well. And Jolene Brighton. But Sarah, Dr. Sarah Hill comes from a research perspective and she says that she lists all these different types of hormonal birth control, but people always just think like there's the pill and there's the patch mm-hmm. and they must work the same for all bodies and that they all work so differently for everyone. So um, a lot of really interesting information there, but this, this is why we have this podcast so that we can learn more about this things that we didn't even know as well. So thanks, yeah. Damien. We're glad that things have changed and you're having lots of awesome sex with your partner. Banging Woo.
1: it out, just banging it out all banging. day. They're
0: making love, April.
1: Oh, sorry. What about a little bit of anal penetration? Ooh, Damien? can't get pregnant that way. All right. So oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's safe. Um, except that you can get STDs and STIs yeah. That should be
1: the tagline: you know. anal. Uh, the best form of birth control since <laughs> 1755 <laughs> probably before that but yeah way before that helping population control since i mean right really it's true it's not a, 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 a bad idea it's,
0: it's a good ride. everyone people yeah. are like all
1: right i'm sold on anal we're gonna end. put that on a t-shirt soon Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god um i will i'd wear that shirt i, I would too
1: yeah. and we'd probably get tomatoed somewhere We <laughs> should go
0: wear it next time we go to visit utah For
1: sure.
0: I think so. All right. um, One other piece of feedback before we do the bio and dive into the podcast. All right. So this is from another listener. We got this in the last week. Uh, I love this review, by the way. Uh, I just recently started listening. The breakup episode was amazing. It felt like being a part of your grieving process and everyone is in need of more intimacy these days, even if it really is just virtual. Your ex, this is to me, sounds like a complete tool, Amy. (laughs) I know it feels mature to say he's amazing, but he's probably not. He probably doesn't deserve you, <laughs>
1: Ooh, dog. So, now, update. Let's just, let's give them a brief update. So, I mean, first he's of all, you're no an ex, unless they're talking yeah. about your a previous ex before your current. So,
0: so when I read this, I was like, oh, he's talking
1: about my previous previous ex. You yeah, know, not not this two ago. Like,
0: but he's actually talking about the the person in the breakup episode. So I still love this. Dude. I actually shared this with my my current. He's my was my ex for a month. They took a three week break. Okay, it was a
1: month. Okay? Oh, sorry. I Okay. Okay. It was a, it was a long month. It was
0: very long. And I I shared this with him and he was cracking up. He was like, yeah, I probably deserve that. Uh, But anyways, yes, I realized I haven't updated and I'm not going to go too deep into it um, because we want to get dive into the prostate episode, but, what what happened with the breakup episode we literally broke up he broke up with me he was gone like and it happened in a matter of like you know from one day being like oh I love you I want this the next day like I can't do this and was gone and so we recorded the breakup episode a couple days later because he was gone and um what ended up happening was he I think I shared a little bit on the episode he's coming out of like a 20-year relationship and has kids and never really grieved that relationship before we fell in love and, and, and just hit a point of needing to go and do that, needing to be out of a relationship to do that. So uh, what ended up, it transforming over time, over days and the weeks where he was doing a lot of therapy and doing a lot of crying and feeling, and he'd be like, I'm laying on my floor every day alone, crying and just like feeling all the feels and the emotions. And uh, he ended up realizing that it wasn't that he fully needed to leave this relationship forever. It was that he just needed to this time to be out of relationship to feel all the things he never felt before. And so we started to have a little more contact here and there. And we actually did reunite recently and are back together. Um, And I actually respect him even more through all of this because he wasn't manipulating me. You know, he wasn't lying to try to keep me around because he didn't know when we actually broke up what was going on. If we would, he knew be-
1: that he loved you. I mean, yeah. that was very, but he didn't obvious. know what that,
0: what that meant. You know, he didn't know, did that, does that mean that I, he's going to need to be on his own forever or like for six weeks or for six months and didn't want to put my life on hold. So instead, he was just very honest with me about it as the process went along. And um, so I respect him more because I have had situations where there has a manipulation, you know, partners saying things to me to keep me around, even though deep down they had doubt about our relationship. And, um, and that wasn't, isn't really fair. And sometimes people do that on accident, but anyways, so just want to share with all you listeners, um, we are reunited. It feels really good. It feels really right. It feels really very true. And, and, um, and it feels like he, it, 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 instead of it being, this complete breakup and, and, you know, it's over. It was more like just, I needed to give him space. And we weren't together during that time. I had permission to do whatever the fuck I wanted, but I wasn't in any position to be intimate with anyone else at that time. And, uh, and it was hard. It's hard to give someone space and to be like, okay, I want you right now, but I can't have you. But sometimes you need to, if you love someone so much, you do need to let them go to let them do their work. If that's what they need. And it's a hard thing to do, but. It really is.
1: I, I am a huge supporter of providing space and giving space and asking for space. Although for me, it's I'm much more of the end all be all. Like I'm like, it's over. If they're like, I need space. I'm like, you don't love me Uh, because on that breakup episode, yeah, I was also going through some major shifts in my relationship because it's just so heavy right now with all of the, the, the things like the energy on the planet is, is heavy. And, I was experiencing that fully. And a lot of the things that I was passionate about, like my travel and, and building my career and all of those things were sort of on hold as well. And I just was held up in my house kind of being a little bit like crazy. Yeah. And, and and, you're living with
0: your partner at the same time and they're going through stuff too. yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was
1: a lot. And, and I energetically, understood why there was a need for an air out situation on my end. And it was funny cause you went through the same exact thing that I was going through, but I live with my partner and we've been together for, you know, almost over three years now, I guess. And so um, it changes things when you live with them. It also, yeah. it's, it's never easy when you're in a relationship. It never, it has easy moments, but it's never just fully easy. Yeah. It really isn't the longer you're in the harder it gets.
0: And a lot of people are going going through this. And so so you and your partner are in Idaho together and you are still you're still together and you've done some therapy and worked through some things and you're still working through some things. But you know, I'm healing but, so, my
1: inner child now, Amy. I
0: know. It's powerful work. And I,
1: that, I think that's important work in a
0: relationship for, for each person to do their own individual work on their stuff and to do the work within a partnership. And I think both of those things are really important things that need to happen in a lot of relationships, most relationships, all relationships, probably.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it really is a collaboration. And whether you're with one person or many people in a partnership, it does. It just, it takes a lot. We have all this stuff going on in our brains all the time. So anyway, yeah. congrats on getting back with your partner. I mean, I knew that and I'm happy that y'all are in a better space. And I like to see Amy happy when Amy's not happy everyone's unhappy. Um, (laughs) um, All right. Should we read forest bio here? Yeah. All right. All right. So. Forrest Andrews is the product and business development manager of Eneros. His relationship with Aneros began in 2002, and he's played an important role in the evolution of the company and their products ever since. The impact on him was life-changing, turning around a decades-old health condition while revealing a powerful new orgasmic experience he would later call the Super O. After a series of productive conversations with the owners of the company, Forrest became their sole tester and product consultant, and he also mentored hundreds of men, helping them transition to new levels of sensual awareness through prostate massage. In 2016, Forrest was offered the opportunity to become a Naros' manager of product and business development, where he now supervises the creation and launch of their award-winning products. To learn more, check out the Aneros line at purepleasureshop.com. And remember, you can get 15% off when you use the code SHAMELESS. Shameless. No, SHAMELESS SEX. SHAMELESS SEX. My bad. <laughs> it's, it's on our website, all of our codes you can access. All right, it's interview time, y'all. But first... In Sex Ed,
0: we learned how to prevent pregnancy, but what about when it comes to planning ahead for it? That's why modern fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home
1: with a simple fingerprint. Mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll not only get insight into how many eggs you have and your hormone levels, but you'll also learn about any potential reproductive red flags. The results go in depth into what every hormone means and you can and also talk one-on-one with the Fertility Nurse to review your results and options for the next steps. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off your test when you go to modernfertility.com/slash shameless. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or even thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. That's twenty dollars off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash shameless. Again modernfertility.com slash shameless. Go check it out. And now back to the show. All right, everyone. It is
0: episode time. We are here with Forrest from Aneros. We're super excited about this because guess what? Everyone, you probably already heard this in the intro, and we already read Forrest's bio. Forrest, this is Forrest's. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> it's anal august our yeah. favorite month Woo-hoo! oh we also love masturbation may um we love any excuse to celebrate sex but anal august is extra special to us and so this is perfect timing uh we've done prostate 101 episodes before we did one with charlie glickman um, who also uh loves the Aneros products he wrote the book the ultimate guide to prostate oh yes pleasure or play or pleasure and health or yeah uh-huh. something like that pleasure yeah and health, huh? Um, but this will be from a new perspective, especially from someone who actually works in the sex toy industry. So, Forrest, super excited to have you here. And we always start with the same question, as you know. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you got to be where you are today, working in the world of uh, sex toys, specifically around prostate toys?
2: Ah, well, that's a deep subject. Deep. deep. Oh, no yes. pun intended. <laughs> well, thanks, uh, Amy, for the, uh, the uh, intro, first of all. But um, for me, it it started a long time ago, actually, Um, uh, my story, so to speak, of how I wound up here. Um, And it was uh, back when I was around 27 years old, I developed uh, prostatitis. For your listeners who are not familiar with what that is, uh, that is really just an inflammation of the prostate gland. I was one of the unlucky guys who got this at an early age and developed it in a chronic uh, fashion. And so it would kind of wax and wane. It would, you know, it would be there for a while and then it would go away. Uh, I went to uh, just must have been four or five doctors to try to, to nail the, the problem down. They put me on all sorts of different antibiotics. I was on one for over two years. You can imagine that taking an antibiotic for two years. But uh, it never really seemed to, to work. You know, I tried different diets, uh, you know, nutritionals, and it just, it never seemed to really do anything for me. Uh, so I, I really kind of suffered with it. You know, uh, this was what they call idiopathic, you know, that is to say that there wasn't really any cause. I didn't have a bacterial infection or anything like that, but this thing just continued and it went on really for decades. And I finally came to a point at at one time where uh, I started looking for alternative, you know? And so I went online and, uh, I, I think I hooked up with a, it was a, like a holistic site. And there was some discussion about uh, prostate massage on there and prostate massage, you know, uh, being a way that you could uh, treat uh, prostatitis. So um, the thing was, is at the time, you know, as it turns out, you know, prostate massage wasn't something that was really uh, practiced, you know, in terms of the the medical community. I found out years uh, later, which I'll get into, that, that at one time, that it was kind of the standard of treatment. But it wasn't like I could go to a doctor, you know, to deal with this. So the only other way to go would be like a sex worker. And uh, I felt a little bit squeamish about that because, you know, heaven knows and I, mean, I could pick somebody who didn't, you know, have any idea of really how to deal with it on a therapeutic level. And I wasn't really looking for a sexual level. So um, so I started looking for ways that I could kind of self-administer. It's really what it came down to. And I looked for, for different products and there were, you know, there were, dills that were out there or vibrators that had kind of a, you know, a, a angled end. And, um, but I just didn't, I didn't think that that was really going to you know, do the trick for me. I did happen across a particular item. And as it turned out, this product was designed specifically for what I was, what I was looking for. And this was a product that enabled you to use uh, your own anal contractions to power it. And it, and it produced uh, a massage of the prostate. So I picked one of these things up. And, you know, bear in mind, once again, I was after this, the therapeutic, uh, the first time that I used this, uh, within about five minutes, I was slammed with the most powerful orgasm that I had ever had in my Mm. entire life. And I'm talking about something that started like in the pelvis and just radiated over my entire body. It went on for minutes. And strangely enough, there was no ejaculation either. I mean, it was something that was completely beyond my frame of reference. And uh, I didn't really understand it, you know. Uh, so I reached out to the company and it was like, you know, got somebody on the phones. What gives mm-hmm. with this, you know? And the, the young man who had answered at that time, he told me that they had had some people calling in and that had, you know, similar stories about that, you know, and that it seemed to be like, um, you know, something that certain people were, were experiencing. So, uh, fade out, fade in, uh, several months later, uh, I really, I had I, I, didn't have another bout of prostatitis. That situation seemed to completely go away. And over the period of it's like about three or four months, I was just having these slamming orgasms. And, uh, it was, it was, it was quite something. It really was. I mean, it was like, it was like discovering you could fly. You know, but at the same time, who was I going to tell about this? You know, I couldn't really, I I didn't think it was quite real. You know, that's really what it it was. And uh, so again, I reached out to the company. Uh, At that point, they didn't really have, um, you know, any forum. They just had a guest book that you can kind of sign into and, you know, leave comments. And so I had some discussions with them about starting up a forum, which they did. I encouraged them to do that. And I became a uh, a major uh, uh contributor in that form. I basically started chronicling all of my experience with this this uh orgasm that I would later call a super O, because it was just you know this overpowering you know, uh, orgasm. So uh, I spent some time, as I say, chronicling a lot of this and writing down uh, you know what 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 uh, my experience was. And, um, you know, a, a, a relationship developed with the company over a period of time. They kind of, they liked, you know, I communicated and they asked me if I wanted to, to become a tester of their products and, um, you know, consult with them on, on these. And so uh, from 2003, uh, actually until the present time, I should say, uh, I became a tester of their products and uh, I helped them uh, design uh, these products from, from that moment on. Um, for many years, it was really as an unpaid uh, consultant. I mean it was something that I did for passion, quite frankly you know I had a, I had a business uh, at, at that time and, and uh, from time to time, they would have me go uh, and uh, with them in ter- and doing personal appearances like in Europe and uh, across the United States for purposes of being able to do like you know uh, uh, testimonial for the product and honestly to be able to to uh, you know give um, you know, some, some uh, basis for this, this phenomenon, which was this, you know, this prostate, uh, uh orgasm. So, uh, that continued and, uh, up until about, uh, uh 2016 at that point, I actually sold uh, a long time uh, partnership that I was in and, uh, I was made an offer by the company to come and join them as their product and uh, business development manager. And, uh, the rest, as they say is, is
0: history. And this is Aneros, the company this that you're currently is at. Is the now. company
2: Anaros? Yes.
0: Anaros, I love, I love Anaros. I've been aware of Aneros since I got in the sex toy industry when I was uh, in about 2008, and mm-hmm. heard about it for, in the same regard, the same kind of story that it was. Um, a product that was originally designed for health purposes. And then yes. people are like, ooh, there's pleasure here too. <laughs> yes. And there's a lot. Yeah, two birds, yes. one stone, the best of both worlds. A
2: happy accident. Uh, kind
0: yeah, of thing, you know? well, yeah ha- a wonderful accident. So for our listeners who are new to prostate play uh, or prostate pleasure, I should say, can you just give them like a little one-on-one? Like, what is it? Where is this mysterious prostate? How does someone <laughs> access it? Okay.
2: Well, the prostate is a small muscular gland. It's about the size of a walnut. And it's located between the bladder and rectum people assigned male at birth and cisgender men. Now, it, it's also known as the P-spot or male G-spot or sometimes even the walnut. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word prostate actually comes to us from a Greek word prostatis, which means stands before or in front of, which describes its, its position in the body if you were to look at a diagram of the body. Um, so the prostate plays several important roles in the male reproductive system that your listeners should know about. First, it produces one of the fluids that makes up the cocktail that we know as semen or ejaculate. Prostate fluid contains nutrients that help sustain sperm and, and a substance that actually keeps uh, semen in a liquid state. Second, it provides some of the pumping force that propels, uh, propels semen out of the body in an ejaculation. And third, and most importantly for our discussion, is covered by a bundle of sensory nerves that are known as the prostatic plexus that are involved. With sexual arousal. Mm-hmm. So, that's basically what it is. Would you be interested in hearing a little bit of a history about it?
0: Yeah, tell me all okay. about prostate history.
2: Okay, well, hold on to your hat because I'm <laughs> going to condense about 5,000 years into about <laughs> 5 minutes, so here we go. Anyway, you know, decades ago, the idea of prostate massage or stimulation was synonymous in most men's minds with one thing, which is the discomfort of a digital rectal exam, the hands of a ham-handed physician with oversized fingers. Ouch. You know, right. But uh, over the last 18 years, a different kind of concept has taken hold. That of the prostate as a center of intense pleasure in earth-shaking orgasms. Now, I mentioned just a minute ago that historically most men associated the prostate with something medical. And that was pretty much the case in Western culture for a very long time. But the prostate has had a much deeper history reflected in the Eastern te- uh, teachings of Tantra in India and the Tao in China a history that actually goes back thousands of years. And uh, as you may know, uh, tantric teaching describes a system of subtle uh, energy centers in the body called chakras. And they were believed to be the basis of physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. The prostate was associated with the first or root chakra and the second or sacral chakra. Now, balancing energy in these chakras was considered to be the key to achieving well-being, in the case of balancing the first and second chakras. Uh, This was attained through a number of techniques, one of which involved massaging the prostate. Now, in Taoist traditions in China, spiritual uh, and physical vitality were said to be derived from a life force called qi. Uh, Taoists believed that ejaculation drained qi from the body. And they pointed to fatigue and sleepiness that guys would get, you know, after having an ejaculation to kind of prove that point. They believed that ejaculation, just for sexual purposes, depleted qi unnecessarily and should be avoided. So to address sexual desire, uh, Taoist developed a practice that is known today as in not ejaculation, in which was really their take on orgasm without ejaculation. Now, some guys listening to this may be saying to me, what? Orgasm without ejaculation? Short answer, yes, but I'm gonna get back to that in a minute. References to prostate massage in Western culture in the the meantime for therapeutic or erotic uh, pleasure were pretty much non-existent until 1894. At that point, prostate massage was adopted by uh, the Royal Institute of Massage in Sweden as a therapeutic uh, treatment for prostatitis and BPH. And that spread across Europe and into the United States And it actually remained the standard of treatment up until the 1960s when they developed focused kind of urogenital antibiotics for treatment of some of these things. But on the sexual front, uh, nothing or next to nothing. You know, the book, The Human Sexual Response, Masters and Johnson, uh, written back in the 60s, considered to be the Bible for human uh, sexuality at the time and really for decades to come, had virtually no mention. A prostate stimulation for sexual fulfillment. Now, ironically, one of the few references to it back in the, in the day came in an unlikely source from a book called The Happy Hooker. <laughs> I'm a former madam who described prostate stimulation as a service for slow clients to hurry them up. But again, in the West, we were pretty slow on the uptake. You know, It wasn't until really the 80s and the emergence of holistic medicine and the new age movement that there was new openness to what turned out to be some old ideas. Now one milestone was a series of books uh, by a Taoist master by the name of Montak Chia.
0: Oh, I know Montak. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: He rekindled the ancient idea of the prostate as a powerful center of sexual uh, and spiritual fulfillment. Chia introduced the West to this practice of ejaculation that I was talking about earlier. Uh, formally presenting the idea that orgasm and ejaculation were actually two separate events, not one and the same as most people assume. The problem was, it was hard to believe without some proof, you know, and Chia's technique of orgasm without ejaculation was kind of difficult to master. Still, his work undoubtedly enlightened a lot of people about the potential wonders of the human sexual response, but it ultimately fell somewhat short of connecting prostate stimulation with orgasm in a real way for most people that they could experience for themselves. That connection was not far off though. And it occurred from a seemingly unlikely source that brought together prostate health and pleasure in an eventful way. Now the year was 1994 in Tokyo, Japan where a certain Japanese urologist had been providing patients uh, in his patients with in office prostate massage. Now, he had a great deal of success in his practice, but he thought if his patients were able to do this in the privacy of their own home, that they'd derive greater benefit from it because they'd do it more often. So he sought out and he came into contact with a Japanese inventor living in the United States. And by 1996, the first hands-free, self-powered prostate massager was invented and patented. Now, this was anatomically designed. This product was made to work in harmony of the man's body, providing prostate massage from anal contractions only. So for the next several years, the product sold really well as a health device, receiving really good interviews and uh, pardon me, uh, reviews and uh, testimonials from satisfied customers. But at the same time, an increasing number of these people began contacting the company about a peculiar side effect. Does this sound familiar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I was one of those guys. Mm-hmm. So namely, uh, a completely unexpected, very intense dry orgasm as a result of using the product. Now, over time, so many of those reports came streaming and the company realized that they had to start marketing the product uh, as a pleasure device as well. And with that, the Ineros brand was born. Mm. So no question about it. uh, This was a turning point in the acceptance and popularity of prostate stimulation. The availability of a device that allowed an individual to explore this in the privacy of their own home was a game changer. Finally, the connection between prostate stimulation and prostate pleasure had been established and in a real way that people could experience for themselves. And unlike ejaculation that I described earlier, it even offered an alternative for those who weren't able to achieve the prostate orgasm right away, as it turned out to be a really powerful amplifier for ejaculation as well. Now, with the success of Veneros, as you might anticipate, other manufacturers began making products that were more specialized for prostate stimulation. And that ushered in the golden age, so to speak, of prostate play that continues to this day. And that uh, is prostate massage and stimulation history in a nutshell, or shall I say a walnut shell.
0: Oh, perfect! The I was like, oh, yeah, the walnut shell. And yeah. so, my understanding, of the prostate. Then, so it's it's essentially located between the it's on the wall between the bladder and in the rectum. And uh-huh. it, it is best access anally. Correct. Um, and can you access it externally? I've heard that if you push up yes. on. The- Hate that it actually can put pressure on it as well?
2: Yes, it does. It does. That's absolutely true. It can be massaged externally. And that's, that's kind of one of the interesting things about Aneros products. They actually contact four erogenous zones at, at the same time. There is the perineal acupressure spot that is in the perineum. There it massages the anus, it massages the prostate. And our newer designs actually massage a spot outside of the body called the K spot or the Kundalini spot, mm-hmm. which is just below the, the coccyx, the, the tailbone.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen your, your products have expanded. And everyone will give you information about where to buy. We actually, um, I'll tell you now we we carry them at purepleasureshop.com. You all get 15% off a coupon code, shameless in all caps. And and at the end we'll have um, Forrest tell you a little more about which products he recommends for newbies or any more intermediate folks. Uh, but it's been cool to watch the evolution of these products over the last couple of years because they, um, now there's some that come in a softer silicone, et cetera. Nice. So um, okay. So we know where the prostate is located. We know the access to it anally, we know the history you talk, described a little bit about prostate orgasm. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that. How is it different from like, in terms of the way it feels in your body? And how is it different from a, uh, just, you know, the orgasm you have from touching your penis?
2: Well, um, it's something, first of all, um, they're far longer than a traditional orgasm, as I, as I said before. I mean, uh, an orgasm is usually about five to 10 seconds in length, you know, depending on the guy. Uh, P-spot orgasms or G-spot, uh, male G-spot orgasms or super O's as I sometimes call them. Um, these last a lot longer, up to minutes at a time. And they're often generating this whole body orgasmic wave of pleasure. Generally they're experienced as this intense surging pleasure wave that begins in the pelvis, And uh, particularly in the rectum, the anus, uh, the the penis, and the surrounding muscles. And from there, it kind of radiates throughout the entire body. Uh, In addition to that, uh, people have been known to to have involuntary vocalizations like roars and screams. Uh, There's involuntary pelvic thrusting or writhing that sometimes occurs. A sense of soulful release. An energized feeling immediately following orgasm, which is kind of different from an ejaculation that sense, which usually has, you know, makes one feel kind of lethargic. And last but not least, these orgasms are repeatable, often occurring in multiples with little or no time in between. Now, I'm sure that there are a lot of the male listeners once again that are saying, you know, how is that possible? Well, to understand what that's about, you have to know a little bit about the human sexual response. So here it is, Thumbnail. There are four phases of the human sexual response. Uh, The last one uh, is called the resolution phase, and this is basically a recovery time, okay? When a man ejaculates, there is a secondary stage of the resolution phase called a refractory period. Now, whether a guy has ever heard this term before or not, he knows what this is. Chances are that that many of his female friends know what this is too. (laughs) Uh, This is the timeout that guys get that immediately follows ejaculation. It's a total loss of arousal during which you can't have an erection or an orgasm. That time will vary from one guy to the next and and actually left several minutes to several hours. But the fact is that ejaculation triggers neurological and biochemical changes that make this inevitable. So when you avoid ejaculation, you avoid the refractory period. And in doing so you effectively pop the lid off of how many orgasms a man can have. So in this way, It's possible for a man to become multi-orgasmic. So um, how many orgasms can a man have? Well, to my knowledge, it's never been formally studied. But there was a period of time where I kind of had to see how deep the rabbit hole went.
0: (laughs) You had to test yourself. (laughs) I had to test
2: it. I just did. I did have to test it. Poor you. <laughs> and, well, you know, actually, the
0: terrible job. Out, yes, <laughs> it
2: Turned out, yes, that's the, the later part of the story. But in terms of the first part of it, over about a five and a half hour time period, I had 122 orgasms.
0: Damn.
2: <laughs> and I know that's going to sound like hyperbole, like hype to a lot of people. But the truth of the matter is, is that it is absolutely possible when you have this type of orgasm and people who've had this i think that they can relate to it i mean i know a lot of people you know who have many many orgasms and um and they enjoy it now 122 was is was was ridiculously extreme it's something that i would never do again i was not the same for an entire week <laughs> uh you know <laughs> Uh, I mean, seriously, it's just, you know, that's just too much dopamine in the system. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. uh, but it was, uh, it really was, um, it was, you know, it was a learning experience for me. So, uh, again, this is, this is, these are the things that make it different. You know, it, it has that capacity to it. It's a much, much more powerful orgasm. It lasts longer and you're able to, to, to repeat it over and over again.
0: Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast was made possible by UberLube. It's a luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances sex and intimacy. We receive emails from listeners who have tried UberLube and the feedback is unanimous. We never knew lube could be this good. It's also less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes. And there are thousands of doctors recommending UberLube to their patients, whether they want to make their hot
1: sex even hotter or for folks experiencing dryness. Uberlube is without a doubt my favorite lube it has no flavor no scent and feels absolutely amazing on my body and it isn't just for sex i use it to tame my hair frizzies to prevent chafing and i even put some in my mouth before an oral sex session totally ups my blowjob game oh and the bottle it's beautiful it looks like a cosmetic product so i just leave it out on my nightstand totally shamelessly To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off plus free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS is a research-based
0: online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made beautiful animated modules and super honest short videos to give you ways to reach even more pleasure. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's been changing their lives.
1: We all know pleasure is fluid and ever-changing, so why not add more tools to your pleasure tool belt? OMGS is for everyone, so whether you are a vulva owner or you just love vulvas, OMGS will give you the techniques to get your o face on. There are two seasons to choose from, and hundreds of gorgeous videos to explore. So go see what science says about pleasure, and visit omgs.com/shameless. That's omgs.com slash shameless to get $5 off your OMGS access. Again, omgs.com slash shameless. Go check it out. Now back to the show. And so
0: the reasons why someone might want to have an orgasm without ejaculation, one is that you can have multiple orgasms over and over again. You don't get that refractory period. Are there other reasons like health benefits to that too?
2: Sure. Definitely. Um, One of the things that I would say right off is, is that, you know, this makes you a kind of a, how would I put it, a more powerful lover, because if you are able to have this type of orgasm, and I should say, if you're an advanced user, um, there are some advanced users who can actually choose to either have an ejaculatory orgasm or non-ejaculatory orgasm. So essentially, they can just go on having uh, these super orgasms, let's say during intercourse, but never lose their erection. So in terms of um, you know other uh, benefits like uh, the, the super O or the, the male G-spot orgasm, it's kind of the holy grail of prostate massage, no question about it. But it's not the only fulfillment that it has to offer. Prostate massage is also an excellent amplifier. I kind of mentioned this about every other erotic endeavor you can name. Bear in mind that a certain amount of prostate massage also involves a, a strong anal component to it as well. So you're getting the stimulation of that prostate, uh, prostatic plexus that I mentioned and that pedendal nerve uh, that runs the length of the penis and it's into the anus. Whether it's giving or receiving oral, hand action, kissing, or intercourse, prostate stimulation amps up everything you're involved in to a higher level. So. And lastly, bear in mind that there's some folks that actually are able to ejaculate from prostate massage too. Mm-hmm. So in terms of health benefits, uh, I've mentioned a few of them. Again, uh, this is with respect to uh, chronic pelvic pain syndrome or, or chronic prostatitis, BPH. Uh, there's no question it can, be, uh, uh, can help with respect to that. In regard to our own product, I will tell you that we have one of the very few products in the adult industry that has actually been studied as a medical device. Uh, We had a medical university, Columbia University, uh, that studied our device uh, for purposes of treating uh, BPH and uh, chronic prostatitis. And And it was found to be effective in treating those conditions. So there's that. Um, in addition to that, I can sort of speak to, uh, again, the self-powered prostate massage, uh, with respect to Inera's products, it can actually promote stronger erections. Now that's because using the product engages the pelvic floor muscles and pelvic floor, having good pelvic floor muscle tone can increase circulation of the penis too. So you have that. In addition to that, it, it, generates uh, ejaculations with more volume. And now that's pretty obvious why that would be the case. The gland is stimulated. It produces more prostatic fluid. And the massaging action actually presses more of the fluid into the prostatic ducts You know, during uh, ejaculation. Um, as I I've kind of alluded to this before, it can also be a, a technique for coping with premature ejaculation. Mm-hmm. How? As I mentioned, some of our customers have gained mastery over the prostate orgasm such that they can experience orgasms from thought alone. Okay. Uh, These guys have progressed to a point where they can actually choose the type of orgasm as I was talking about. So again, if they find themselves in in a position where they find themselves being overstimulated, where they might ejaculate, they can choose not to ejaculate. So there's that. Lastly, it uh, promotes better urinary flow control. Again, uh, this is a great Kegel sizing device. You're engaging the pelvic floor muscles when you uh, anally contract, and, and it leads to better PC muscle tone, which gives you more control over the urinary flow. So. Those are just a couple of the sort of extra benefits
0: of prostate. I'm, I don't even have a prostate. I'm sold on it. I would, if I did, I would be <laughs> I'm using these all the time. I mean, I guess for, for vulva owners such as myself, we have, you know, the equivalent would be like Kegel exercisers, Kegel yes. balls and things like that. And yes. um, mm-hmm. my understanding is embryologically the prostate and the G-spot G area come from the same tissue. They're just put in different places in the
1: body. It
2: is. They're, this is what's known as homologous tissues. And it's kind of funny. I mean, I have my own, it's kind of my own personal, um, uh, theory about some of this. Uh, way back in, in the day, I've taking taking um, embryo classes back in at SC. And one of the things that you find out, and a lot of people do know, is that all mammalian life starts as female. Males are just basically, and I'm sorry to disappoint anybody out there, are basically differentiated females.
0: Suckers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, you know, we have a chromosome for males, have a certain chromosome uh, that, that um, is responsible for certain hormones kicking in, you know, at a certain point in uh, embryological development. And my feeling is that, that there are certain vestigial sort of, uh, uh, should we call it uh, sensory pathways that are left over, you know, from our female roots. And I, th- I honestly think that the, the super O, this alternate pathway, this prostate pathway may be one of those things. Mm. So,
0: um Yeah. I love that. And so, um, in other words, uh, the penis is just, uh, just a giant clit, basically. <laughs> You're right, right. Basically, uh, right. So, An yes. overdeveloped. But... Overdeveloped. Yeah. And he has what, around like eight weeks, I think something like that, yeah. you, that, mm-hmm. the um, you get a, a hormonal wash and then some people mm-hmm. get an XY chromosome. And then there's also other yes. variations, not just XX and XY. Right. True. Um, True. so, and I love that. I remember learning that in the book, come as you are by Emily Nagowski. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. Um that you know says we're all just made of the same parts, so they're just put in different places and I Absolutely and I like true. that because people think that there's just like there's so different. The man and the woman, there's so many variations and so many yeah. connections. Um okay, so you're talking about so there's prostate massage. Um, and there's, we can use, uh, these prostate stimulators. So the aneros products, um, on their own and you can put them in and do kind of anal Kegels where you clench and release, clench and, mm-hmm. clench and release, um, or you can put them in and then do other sexy things, touching the penis, touching other parts of the body. And then when you have an yes. orgasm, the body does those contractions and then the massager kind of massages the prostate for you. Correct. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's also prostate milking, um, what is prostate milking? If you have anything else to say, also, I just described like the different uses, but what the ways that people can pleasure the prostate?
2: Well, the the, the devices really were not designed for for uh, prostate milking. I have to make that very clear. But mm. that's you know that's a whole subset that some people get into, and this really involves uh, the expression of fluid out of the prostate, okay, without orgasm. So uh, you know it, it's it's kind of a whole a different bag in of itself. You know these are uh, people who are I- into it not for the the pleasure as much you know or, or the orgasmic pleasure of it, uh, but they in you know enjoy actually uh, uh, releasing fluids you know from their body in that way.
0: That's so interesting. It's probably so. Again, if we're all made of the same parts and they're put in different places, I think of like female ejaculation and how you can like really. Vigorously and in a really rough, kind of rough, intense way, rub the G spot, and then you can get, like push fluid out. But it, it's mm-hmm. often not accompanied with orgasm. That euphoric right. feelings It's probably a similar thing, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it is a similar thing, and,
2: and this this can be done. I mean, I, I do, compared to this, but you know, certainly some doctors do this on occasion. If you've been to the urologist, they will do this if they want to get a, a sample if they do think that you have an infection, something of, of that sort. Uh, but this is it, it, it's it, it's it's a different kind of thing because it takes place in sort of a sexual realm, mm-hmm. but it does not involve uh, orgasmic release. That's
0: okay. So. okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, so it's for, for for folks who are they they're looking for that um, that deep release of fluid and not necessarily the euphoric orgasmic release that comes from, and that's where milk or more for medical. Intention, um, clinical intention for prostate milking. Okay, so that's good to know. We had a sex question from a listener once asking about that, and I was um, somewhat unfamiliar uh, about what that meant. Okay, so when we talk about the products, then I've seen there's you have so many different products. We won't be able to talk about all of them, um, but I think a lot of our listeners are probably more. We're going to be more beginner or intermediate mm-hmm. and we'll have some advanced people here mm-hmm. too. Um, but can you share a little bit about the Aneros products in terms of like, say someone's a brand new, they're brand new and they want to do use this product for solo play or also with a partner. And then if someone has maybe a little more experience, can you t- give your recommendations?
2: I would say that the Helix syn Trident is, is a great product that way. It's, it's interesting because it's actually, it's a great beginner product and it's great for intermediate and advanced users. But you mentioned that, uh, you know, the product, uh, you wanted something that was uh, not only for solo, but for also for couples play. And it's terrific for that. Again, this is a product that is overcoated in silicone. So it tends to be a little bit more comfortable and it's particularly more comfortable during intercourse. But it's also a a very powerful uh, uh, prostate massager in its own right for purposes of, of solo play, as I said. So, you know, this is great for someone who wants uh, to experience a prostate orgasm, you know, on their own or, you know, uh, with, with a, a partner. Uh, that's one that I would definitely recommend. This was the uh,
0: Helix SIN Trident. So when it's Sin, that means it, it's the silicone one?
2: That's correct. Okay, it, cool. has, it actually has a, a rigid substrate that's underneath it and it's overcoated in, in a really, really luxuriant uh, silicone. So it makes it soft to the touch. It makes it a little bit more comfortable for most people. Okay. Um, there's another product that we make called the UFO SYN Trident. And I tend to recommend that for people, uh, that, uh, that are real newbies. Uh, it was funny because it was originally, uh, designed for advanced users. And to be honest, in, in terms of, uh, sort of seeking that, that, uh, that super O, that male G-spot orgasm, it is uh, best in the hands, or shall I say, in the sphincter of a, of a, a user who has really good muscle tone and who has, uh, who has some experience. But uh, it is a, it's actually a lower uh, diameter. It's a smaller size uh, uh, product that we make. And for that reason, I also recommend it uh, to people as, as kind of an icebreaker. Because if they've never been involved in anal before, and if, if they've certainly never done prostate m- uh, massage before, this is a great way to sort of jump on board with that. Mm. So that is the UFO sin trident.
0: Okay. When it, for everyone, you'd be like, how do I spell all these things? We'll put them in, look in the show notes mm-hmm. on our website or in, on the podcast app. I'll put all the names of these and links in here too. Um, so you said that one's, so UFO sin, sin trident is good for the super newbies um, because it's a, a little smaller or for folks who are more advanced, but have like stronger muscles. And then the okay. helix sin trident is great for all levels um, and as well as solo and couples play.
1: Yes,
2: sir. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs>
0: yes, I'll be sir. You can call me sir. Yes, sir. I'll be your daddy today. <laughs> Pardon me. Oh yes, okay. Um, okay, cool. Okay, and then and, and so the and so those and you have I mean there's the the progasm the MGX yes. yeah
2: yeah you know what they found out uh, it, it was it was interesting it's like I said I was there pretty much from the beginning so I can tell you that um, I mean it started with one product at one time you know and <clears throat> the idea had been kind of a one size fits all i mean i think everybody you know starts out hoping that that will be the case yeah you know but uh what they determined in a uh, fairly short order was that um you know people had different preferences you know there were some people that wanted something that that uh, provided a little fuller feeling to it or some people that wanted something that had a little bit more aggressive massage to it um you know, uh, there were some people who wanted uh, something that uh, provided more comfort. And for that, you know, we created the sin series. Uh, but you mentioned the progasm. So the progasm is a, is a great product uh, for people who want uh, something that is, is responsive, um, provides a fuller feeling, but is also more aggressive at the same time. It's substantially larger. It is the largest product that we make. So, and it is a rigid product. Uh, we make a vibrating version of that called the Vice 2. And uh, it looks similar to the Progasm, but it offers a lot of different vibrating modes.
0: So. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I've seen I've seen all these in, in person again. Um, mm-hmm. I've been a big fan of you know, at Pure Pleasure. We had the brick and mortar back in the day for yeah. what well, we just sold it in them. It was the the whole line was always our top selling prostate products on the market. Um, and they're they're yeah they're, you can just tell they're they're really well made they're to the point you can just by looking at them you can see like there was a lot of research done on this you know? and I think I'll one say one of yeah. the yeah you would know and yes. one of the downsides with a lot of the sex toys in the market is they don't do a lot of research around there's it. like oh here's a design I think it'll fit some volvos and some asses
2: well, I, That that's that's very astute. I mean, seriously, it, it, sometimes I think it's just, you know, it's some guy that basically sitting around ske- on it with a sketch pad and says, Let, let's have at it, you know, <clears throat> and they are people that, that really have no idea, you know, yeah. how these things are intended to work. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to the prostate play, you know, it's, it's really, it's kind of important because if you want to make something that is responsive to someone's own contractions, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, this is where my physics, you know, training came in from for me. <laughs> Oops. so uh it's there is a whole physics in terms of how these products um uh, function how they move how they're responsive uh, to the contractions of the body yeah there's,
0: so, yeah there's a there's a science behind it there is a yeah. science
2: behind it and you know there it's like with anything else there there's a trial and error that occurs with us like any you know yeah any other place but um you know it usually takes us at least three years to bring something you know to the market
0: yeah, you and have it so, tested
2: yes yeah. and so yeah, and so it, you know we we have to be very confident at the point that we introduce it that it 's going to be something that that is well received and that that suits people 's needs and sometimes it 's a particular niche you know that that we 're looking for, you know that somebody it 's like I said somebody who wants something that is just really filling or somebody who wants something that is that is more responsive than any other product that we make. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, ironically, as I said, that's how when we first made the UFO, that's what that that product was all about, you Mm -hmm. know, making the most responsive product possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for everyone who's uh, listening, interested, I mean, if you own a prostate, meaning you are a penis owning individual uh, and you're not sold on this, well, that's cool. You're, everyone gets to decide what they're into, but who doesn't want bigger, longer, stronger orgasms, more orgasms, et cetera. I think we also still live in a time and culture where people think that uh, the our behavior determines our orientation, meaning, you know, if I'm a straight man and if I like anal play, then I must be gay, which is just silly. But oh, the people, yeah. there's still people who still have that belief. But I just oh, want yeah. to remind all of our listeners, it's not the behavior yeah. that determines no, orientation. No, no, no. Yeah, Exploring it's
2: not. It, it is absolutely not determinative of one sexual orientation. No. As a matter of fact, to that point, I should tell you that in NAROS, we've done you know some research over the years on this. And our demographic is about 63% straight. 32% gay and about 5% in the middle somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, no, this has, this has absolutely nothing to do with this.
0: This has so. to do with yeah, enhanced pleasure and health, whether it's just solo play for yourself, whether it's for health purposes, whether it's for partner play, um, so if you all want to check out the Aneros products, you can go to purepleasureshop.com. Um, just type in the word Aneros, A-N-E-R-O-S, or you can look up these products, which will be in the show notes. The the Helix Sin Trident, Sin is S-Y-N. The UFO, that's E-U-P-H-O. Sin Trident, the Progasm device, and there's plenty more on there as well. You and you use coupon code Shameless Sex. You all get fifteen percent off. Uh, and then you can go and explore your ass for anal August. That's your homework, everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go try it out. Um, I, this Fun is super homework. informative. It was, you know, when we had Charlie Glickman on here, it's it very informative. But, you know, he's, he's much more from um, the, what well, do you just pleasure and health. And so this, yes. you shared a lot of information that was new to me as, you know, someone's been a sex educator for 12 years and, um, and you're, and also it, it's just, yeah, I just, I really loved everything that you had to share. This is a really, uh, really wonderful offering. And I think that it's perfect timing for good old analogous everyone. You so thank betcha. you so much for us. You're awesome. Absolutely.
2: And, and you're li- obviously
0: like living your passion. What a, I mean, I am too, but am. that's great. Like you started this for health purposes and then it was pleasure. And now it's part of your career. So
2: I am having a blast, it's, honestly. And i as you can tell, I have a passion about this. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're very, very knowledgeable. And so, yeah, I look forward to the day when we can, I'll be at trade shows again. I'll get to see you at a trade show again.
2: Yes. Yes. (laughs) look forward to that.
0: And to all of our listeners, thank you for learning all about the prostate. Oh, one other thing. Um, Forrest mentioned the Montauk Chia book. Um, He he does the multi-orgasmic man Man. and and the multi-orgasmic couples in there too. Yes. Uh, We have that purepleasureshop.com too, if you want to learn all about that from a Taoist perspective. So, um, and everyone who listens, let's see, what does April usually say? She's usually the closer. I'm the opener. (laughs) So she says, number one, if you haven't read our podcast yet, go to iTunes, give us five stars, please, and tell us why you love us. And and if you don't love us, we still want five stars, but you can always email us and say, here's how you can be better. And we listen to, or we read everything that you send us. Um, Also, we have a wine sponsor, as you you know, April and I are obsessed with wine. We love Margins Wine. It's small boutique batch wine uh, made here in Santa Cruz by a woman-run, own-and-operated show, um, and she does raw wine. It's delicious. Go to MarginsWine.com. If you look in our show notes, there's coupon codes for uh, 10 to 15% off for bottles of three to six, six or more. Um, and what else? Well, April says, "Oh yeah, she says uh, we love you." And oh, well, oh yeah, she says, dun, 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 dun. "Ciao for now."